Welcome. Friends of the Palace Grand is a not-for-profit theater society located on the traditional territory of the Tronda Quechan in the frontier town of Dawson City, Yukon, Canada. We are proud to present the radio play series Encounters of the Yukon. Before our radio play feature, we'd like to present a short created by Tim Green, titled Strange Things Done. I know. We've all struggled with that contest where you have to write like Robert Service. Well, that's the background of our new Yukon science fiction crime gold rush literary poetry series, Strange Things Done. Here's a teaser from our first episode. There are strange things done in the midnight sun by this jealous apprentice poet. Imitating the bard is excessively hard, and my God, don't you think I know it? To write like Rob is an awful job, but what really made me nervous was when I went back through time for that perfect crime, and I murdered Robert Service. And now on to the feature presentation, Sourdough, written by Ion Christensen. Please enjoy the show. This adventure is based on a true story. In the mid-1930s, a drought throughout the Canadian prairies made it impossible to work a farm and make a living. May and Jim, the couple in our story, had answered a newspaper ad for persons interested in managing a trading post on the Macmillan River in central Yukon. They had left Saskatchewan and made the long journey by train to Vancouver, then up the Pacific coast by boat to Skagway, Alaska, where they took the train over the White Pass to Whitehorse, Canada on the Yukon River. Here, they boarded a steamboat to the village of Fort Selkirk where they would get all their provisions both for themselves and all the trade goods needed for the store. There were two trappers, Ed and Sam, who had a large riverboat and they had agreed to take the couple on up to the trading post. Their inventory would be limited, mostly staples such as flour, sugar, dry fruits, and milk. We join Jim and May with Ed and Sam as they're arriving at their new home and discover what they have signed up for. How much longer? I'm nearly frozen. Almost there. That's it. Straight ahead, up on the cut bank. Where? I can't see anything. Not much to see, I guess. Through the clearing, back a bit from the river. Ready with the line, Sam. I'll hold her in to get the rope around one of the trees. Ready yet? Boy, that current's really cutting it. Welcome to McMillan Post, folks. This is it? Not quite what we had in mind, is it? Here, give me your hand, missus. Thanks, Ed. Oh, I'm so stiff. That was a long day. Steady. That's my girl. Here, move around a bit. Circulation girl. Jim puts his arm around May's shoulder and helps her up the steep path cut into the bank. Much of the trail has been washed away by the early spring high water making it difficult to get back up. How long has this trading post been here? Oh, let's see. About 20 years, I guess. Always been somebody running it. Buildings are in good shape. Sound roofs. Let's see if a bear's been in over the summer. Nope. Everything looks good. This is all of it? Just the two buildings and that high cash? Mm-hmm. That's it, ma'am. Well, let's get in and see if the stove works. I'll need something hot after that long run. Sam, he'll get the grub box up and then start unloading. 
Sam, get the wheelbarrow. Jim, you and the missus get a fire going. Dark soon. It is the custom to protect a cabin from a bear going through the windows by boarding them up, and a can is put over the top of the stovepipes so water, squirrels, or birds can't get in. Here, Meg, give me a hand with these boards. The window will let in some light. We'll get the rest tomorrow. It's clean in here, but so musty. There's lots of kindling and wood by the stove. If you can get that can off the top of the stovepipe, I'll see if I can get a fire going. Right you are. See what I can do. Okay, that should do it. After getting the fire going, May makes up a quick supper of pork and beans, hardtack with butter and jam and hot tea for them all. Sam has the gas lamp going, filling the cabin with the warm golden light. That hit the spot. Amazing what a fire and warm food will do, even if it is just out of a can. Well, now you've seen the place, what do you think? Sorry you come? We didn't have much of a choice, did we? As I told you, we were starving in that old farm. Since 29, it's been impossible to find work, and with next to no water, there were no crops to sell. This is all there was. It's not what we imagined, but we're here, and there's no turning back now. We'll just do the best we can. It's just so far from other people. That trapper, Fred at the canyon, he was the only person we saw all the way up the river. Oh, you'll do fine. There are people around. There's a First Nation camp in winter about 20 miles up the river. There are Ross River people. Some Selkirk First Nations often come up this far, too. You'll see them once the river freezes. There's lots of work to keep us busy, I guess. We're used to hard work, and we were alone most of the time on the farm. You'll do just fine. Be real sourdoughs by spring. What is a sourdough? Oh, there's lots of stories about that, but you come in the fall, spend a winter, and see the ice go out in the spring, you're sourdough. Oh, yeah. And you make your bread and biscuits with sourdough. Well, May does that now, so she's a good start on earning her sourdough title. Ed, how long will it take you to get back to Fort Selkirk? Only a day. Coming upstream with a load like we did takes three days, but you could drift down in that old canoe in two. That was the longest, coldest three days I've ever spent, and I wouldn't want to try that canyon by myself. You should try coming up in the winter with the dog team. Now that is really cold. Uh, the canyon's only bad in high water. Wasn't rolling when we came up, and with the water dropping, it'll be nothing but fast water when we go down. Well, it was rough enough for me. I don't know about you boys, but I'm tired, and it's time for bed. Will you men be all right sleeping in the store? We have the old heater going over there. Best hotel in town, ma'am. Won't be long, May. I'll put things away. After a good breakfast of sourdough hotcakes and bacon with coffee, Ed and Sam start to haul all the supplies to the store and high cash. They finish the job early in the afternoon and get ready to return to Selkirk. That was a big job. Sure glad you could stay and help. It would have taken us a week to get all those supplies stored. Thanks ever so much for staying over. Don't mention it, ma'am. Glad to. You got a pile of work just getting in the winter wooden meat. Don't forget what I told you. Ma'am, about storing moose meat. No, Sam, I'll remember. Thanks. And get lots of them berries in. I will, Sam. Well, so long. Take care, you two. Bye now. Bye, missus. Bye, Jim. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, have a good winter. See you in the spring. 
I'm glad they stayed to help. Good men. They're gone. It's okay, hun. Come on, let's go in. No, I can still hear the motor. They're gone, hun. Yes, they're gone. It's just us now. It's okay, hun. Come on in. I'll make us some tea. May is in the cabin, writing, and Jim has been out chopping wood for the night. He dumps the wood in the box and hangs his coat, hat, and mitts in the corner and walks over to the table where May is writing. He puts his hand on her neck and bends to kiss her cheek. Cold out there. Another letter. You have a book before we can get the mail. So? Hey, take it easy, girl. Oh, your hands are cold. Sorry. All this wide open space takes some getting used to. Come on, I've tea made and biscuits. Hey, mm, these are good. Didn't take you long to get the hang of that oven. It'll be a, what do they call it? Sourdough? Before you know it. I don't know that I want to be a sourdough. That bad, is it? Sorry, it's not easy for you either. It is scary sometimes. I look at that wood pile and wonder just how much we'll need. I saw a moose down in the slough again. We should get him before he moves on. I guess shooting a moose won't be that much different than a deer. That 303 they gave us seems to shoot okay. It's old, but it works. You know, Jim, sometimes on nights like this, I start to feel panicky, wishing we had never come. It'll be okay, May. Look, you've had a hard day. I'll clean up, set the fire. You hit the hay. I know you. You just want me to warm up the bed. (laughs) You caught me out again. Away you go. There has been a bear around the high cache the last few nights. Jim has been aware of the problem, but nothing is working. It never comes during the day when he could shoot it. He's getting very frustrated, and May will not go out of the cabin as she is sure the bear is just waiting for her. Jim comes back in the cabin after inspecting what the bear has been doing overnight. That damn bear flattened all the spikes I put in the cache timbers yesterday. He's a persistent devil. What are we going to do? Only he'd come in the daylight when I could get a shot off. It's too dangerous at night. But we don't need his wounded bear running around. It's been four nights now. I can't even go outside. I just know he's watching me, waiting. One of these nights, he'll just get into the cache. Then what will we do? I'm not being a very good sourdough, am I? (laughs) Jim takes May into his arms and holds her tight, then gives her a kiss, and he tells her he has a new plan. Take it easy, May. I'm as worried about this as you are. Look, I have a new plan. We're going to get the better of that bear. Just you see. Oh, Jim. Let's go out and see what you have come up with. Here we are. Careful. Stay back. See? The gun? What have you done with it? A trap, mate. Simple and foolproof. It's called a gun set. Found the plan in one of those old popular mechanic magazines. Go on with you. See, the rifle is clamped to that tree. Then those eye screws guide the fishing line. The line is tied and taped to the rifle's trigger. Then comes over through the eyes and down to the fish bait. Are you sure it will work? They say you can't miss. And it does make some sense at close range. That old 303 packs a real wallop and I'm using a soft-nosed bullet. There's no way Mr. Bear can escape. He's dead the minute he takes the bait. Here, I'll show you how it works. No, be careful. It's okay, May. The safety's on. See, the old bear will come around just like this. He'll smell that nice big piece of fish like this. He'll grab it just like this and... Jim, Jim! Oh, God! Jim! Ah, May! Your arm! May! 
here. Oh, God, help me. I must stop all that blood. When Jim had pulled the line, the old gun's safety catch slips and the gun fired. With the soft-nosed bullet, Jim's right hand was ripped apart and he falls to his knees, clutching the shattered limb to his chest. Jim, give me your left hand. Here, hold this as tight as you can. Jim, do you hear me? Jim, you've got to help me get you into the house. Oh God, there's so much blood. Jim, hold tight. We must stop the bleeding. May, May, what's what's wrong? May, where's, where's all the blood coming from? Jim, listen to me. You're hurt. I have to get you into the house. Can you stand up? Oh, oh please, God, get him into the house. Good, that's it. Keep your arm up. Oh. Lean on me. We're almost there, Jim. Just a little farther. God, help me. We made it, Jim. Hey, I'm shot. I'm so sorry. Oh, May, I'm so sorry. It's okay, Jim. I'll look after you. Jim? I've got to get him covered. I must stop the bleeding. It's okay, Jim. You'll be okay now. It's not bleeding so much. Jim, oh, Jim, please be all right. You just lay there and rest. I'll get the canoe ready. There, the canoe is ready. Now to get the supplies in, that old mattress will help keep him warm, but will I ever be able to get him down? But I must. Dear God, please let Fred still be at his camp. Jim, I'm back. Hey, did you get the boat in? Yes, Jim, we are leaving now. I've got everything we need in the canoe. Come on, I can help you up. Lean on me, keep your arm up. It helps stop the bleeding. Now, let's get down to the canoe. Just take it a small step at a time. We can make it. Hey, you should go alone. I'll, I'll only slow you down. Don't talk like that, Jim. We're going together. I won't leave you. You'll make it. We'll make it together. Yes, Jim, I'm here. Everything's okay, Jim. Snow. God, why did it have to start snowing? Large, soft flakes of snow are gently falling. There is no wind. Everything is still. May is a good paddler, and they are gliding swiftly down the river. Jim is wrapped warmly in blankets in the bow of the canoe. Hey, sing to me. It was mighty dark, so you could hardly see, for the moon refused to shine. Couple sitting underneath a willow tree, for love they pined. Little May was kind of afraid of darkness, so she says, I guess I'll go. Boy began to sigh, looked up to the sky, told the moon his little tale of woe. Hey, I'm so cold. Hey, where are we? We're on the river, love. 
Fred may still be at his camp, and he can help us. Hey, it's getting dark. Getting dark. Hey. Hang on, Jim. It's like Ed said. Water's down, and it's not as rough. Oh, God, help me. Jim, we made it! We made it! Jim! 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 He must be asleep. He's so weak. Lost so much blood. Jim, I hear dogs. Must be Trapper Fred's place just ahead. We're all okay, Jim. Oh, Jim, we're okay. He'll help us. We're not alone anymore. Help! Help! Hello. Come on in. Hang on, wait till I get the bow. Mrs. Baker, what are you doing out on a day like this? Where's Jim? Oh, Fred, help. Jim is under all those blankets. Help, Fred. He's so badly hurt. Take it easy, ma'am. Careful, you, you'll fall in the river. Here, give me your hand. You must be frozen. Jim! Jim, wake up. Here, help me, Fred. He's so tired. Poor dear. Help me, Fred. Okay, Mrs. I'm right here. Let me take him. You go on up to the cabin. I'm right behind you. Jim, you hear me? It's Fred. Jim. God. The man's dead. Mrs. Fred, pick him up. We have to get him into the warm cabin. But Mrs. Fred, get him up into the cabin. Okay, Mrs. I'm coming. You head on up. No, I'll help. <laughs> The stove. Warm. He needs heat. Jim, darling, it's me, May. Jim. Oh, he's so cold. Fred, help me. May finally gives in to the fact Jim has passed. He said it would be okay. The safety was on. He said the bear would come, then he pulled the line, and this happened. Look, Mrs. Baker... We got to get down to Selkirk today. The snow's stopped. Only take a few hours with my boat. Now get yourself ready. He said it would be okay, Fred. The safety was on. Okay, Mrs. Now put on this coat. That's it. Now this scarf, hat, mitts. Come on now. I got lots of nice warm blankets for you in the boat. Come on. Jim? Is Jim coming with us? No, he's okay here. Nice and warm in the cabin. Come on now. Down you come. Careful, the rocks are slippery. Into the boat you go. We'll be in Selkirk for supper. He said it would be okay, Fred. Fred, I tried so hard to help him. You did all you could. And more. In you get. Here, I'll tuck you in. Thank you, Fred. Oh, Fred, I'm so tired. I'm going to sleep. I'm so tired. Tomorrow I'll work it all out. Tomorrow I'll be a sourdough for Jim.
Jim passed away as May raced to get to Fred's cabin. Life lifted from him as lightly as the snowflakes that covered his body. Having lost so much blood, it was a miracle he lasted as long as he did. Fred's big gas boat was able to get them down to Selkirk by late evening where the policeman's wife cared for May until she could make arrangements to travel back to her family in Saskatchewan. Jim was buried on the Macmillan River after the investigation was complete. There are many such stories in northern Canada. People doing what they can to make a living, doing their best to do all the right things. But sometimes, things go wrong. And in such wilderness situations, there is no room for error. May proved herself to be a true sourdough. Jim would have been so proud of her. So shine on, shine on, harvest moon, way up in the sky. Sourdough was written by Ion Christensen, performed by Lindsay Burse as the narrator, Joey O'Neill as May, Jared Clock as Jim, Mike Irwood as Ed, Justin Apperley as Sam, and Nate Wood as Fred. Original music by Alex Halbum. This series was produced and directed by Robin Sharp, edited by Annie Kearns, Production coordination by Ange Benici, that's me, and the Foley was created by Claire Falkenberg and Megan Gamble. The spell of the Yukon lives on in all of us. Thank you for listening.